From Hollywood to you. Thank you for listening to us. Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest. On air, on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. Morning, guys. How are we doing? Good morning. Doing Ugh. great. Feeling light and light. I had a terrible night of dreams. Terrible. Oh. I don't even remember them all. But you know when you, I, I went to, I went to bed so early, which was actually I was very excited about. I yeah, went to bed at nice. seven fifty three, seven fifty three p.m. What a and dream! I, I was so excited about it that I went to sleep. But then at one fifty three, I was done. My sleep was over. You should really remember your dreams and write them down on a notes pad, and then you can talk to a therapist about them. Okay, well, let's talk about what's practical. I am not picking <laughs> up a pen and a post-it pad in the middle of the night in the dark to jot it down. That would wake me up even more. Just thinking it yep. through and jotting it down would get me going even more. I thought about checking my phone and texting and all that, but I didn't want to do that because that keeps you up. Mm-hmm. So what I did was I uh, laid there and I tossed and turned and I thought, you're not going to fall asleep again. And then I said, no, that's not true. This always happens when you wake up. You do fall asleep again, but it's not for yeah. one hour. It's not for one hour. So I did. I did fall asleep, and I got up in the forest, and uh, here we are. But I went to bed at 7.53, and I was excited about it. Most people would be- That is awesome. Yeah, right? I'd be stoked about yeah. that. You know? Well, listen, you two can do it. You two yeah. can do it. There, <laughs> don't forget this weekend we fall back, so don't screw it up, right? I we can't. fall back. I have two kids. I know, and honestly, I'm already thinking I have a baby shower on Sunday. That's at 12.30, and I'm wondering, is that, I mean, I'm there at 11.30 or 1.30? Wait, what time's the baby shower? What day? 12.30, Sunday. What day? It's at 12.30, because you're going to fall back overnight. So, so it's 12:30. really 1.30. No, it's not really anything. It's really 12.30. There's <laughs> only one time. It's the time that is present. So but like in reality, it's 1.30. To your body, it's 1.30. But to the clock yeah. and to the start time, it's 12.30. Now, there will be people, and you know who they are in your life, that will miss that or mess it up and come late. Right. So if I have dinner plans tonight at 7, it's still 7. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. Okay. What else can we do for you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I will tell you, Patty, you, you have two kids. How to alter your sleep schedule to adjust easier to the time change this weekend, and it includes the kids. Oh, I need to. Should have been already doing this. Should have been already doing Mm -hmm. this. So 1-800-520-1027 here at KISS. All right. Mark and I were just talking, and uh, Mark, Mark, are you there? I'm here. What did you just say into the mic during that song? Well, I was saying, I'm sorry if I said it too quickly, but I was saying that coming out of Usher and Pitbull... We'll talk about Tanya's fertility appointment. Uh, I didn't hear Tanya. That's what yeah. didn't come through. I just heard Usher Pipple fertility appointment. I'm like, okay. Why? That was, I missed a lot. What happened? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, t- well, there you have it, Tanya. I guess this is the point where you're going to tell us about your fertility appointment. I didn't know you had one. Well, so I had one the other day. It was like my first appointment ever, and it was actually virtual. So I met the doctor and kind of just talked about everything. And then I go in this afternoon actually to get an ultrasound to see what's going on. But I found it, you know, I've never done anything like this. And I feel like it's the number one thing everybody tells me when they meet me is freeze your eggs, freeze your eggs. Everybody's telling me Everyone to freeze says, my eggs. Everyone says, hi. The, the, the woman from the wig store is like, nice to meet you on Halloween. Freeze yes. your eggs. Yes. <laughs> Like everybody. And so I've always been a little bit naive about it. Like I just kind of always thought when it was right time for me that it would just happen, but I've never really looked into it. And so I figured I wanted to be proactive instead of reactive and just like see what's going on down there. 
and then like assess. But it's very interesting because everybody always tells you your eggs are best in your 20s, your eggs are best in your 20s. But in reality, in this appointment that I had with my doctor, you're chilling in your mid 30s. All right. So then everybody's not a doctor. I know. That's what I'm realizing. Like, it's like lay off. If somebody lay starts off. talking like that to you, it's like, hey, boundary. Boundary. No, but it's Line so crossed. wild. I'm telling you, the amount of people that tell me that, it's like more than you would think. Well, I didn't think about it at all until this conversation. Yeah. But from my point of view, it makes me wonder, should I go see if I should freeze something of mine? No. So actually what this doctor told me. Yes. Thank you. Um, on my behalf? Yes, on your behalf. Thank you. Uh-huh. Um, what did the doctor say? There are like three things in play with fertility and two of the things that you don't have to worry about. One of them is the what the men contribute. Why don't they have why don't we have to worry about that? Yeah. It they just stay the same. They stay the same. They stay your your stuff is as good in your twenties as it is in your fifties. Huh. I've heard wow. my friends have told me differently. Your friends are wrong. They're not doctors. Clearly. Not doctors. And what are the other things now that you've brought up these other notions? Um I think the other one is your ovaries, which are fine. They'll stay the same. Okay. And wasn't there a third? Eggs, your eggs. That's the one you have to worry so about. So basically, this is good news for you. I took it. I took it as good news no, for you and for me. For Tanya too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're not in the situation together, but for independently for us, it's good news. Whoever's yeah, listening. Yeah, I'm keep, keeping my fingers crossed <laughs> that today, when they actually do the ultrasound and look, that it's going to yeah. be Gucci. Well, keep us posted. I wonder if they say that in the email. Hey, Tanya, it's your doctor. This is everything's Gucci. Um, I want to. I, de- I think I have a doctor's appointment probably soon, right before the end of the year. I'm going to like with my physician. I'm going to ask the question myself. But you're you right. should. People, listen, while we're on it, just for a second before we move on, this is like not where it's going to go. But I, too, have friends that they're good friends, but they're like, hey, you need to start thinking about children. And here's how you think you can think about it doing these different ways. I'm like, hey, I didn't. Is that us? This. Is that what you guys said to me? I feel like we have been a little bit. Okay, well, then they're listening because now my friends in the wild are saying it to me. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, well, hold on for a second. What, what, where did this come from? I just wanted to say hello and grab a coffee. But it is interesting where people, like, you let them in, so they're close. But the unsolicited cross-boundary conversations are prevalent. I know. And there's this interesting thing where people just want to project and they want to tell you what to do. And they, everybody just thinks you're late on doing everything. And when in reality, it's really not as crazy. Thank you for talking about it because it truly has got me thinking just for my own self. And I appreciate you clarifying some things and uh, our friends are not doctors. I think we can, that's our takeaway. Uh, Now your morning hack. So this weekend we fall back. You fall back an hour, which I actually, I don't, the time change affects my body, but my schedule is such that, and ours is such that I don't mind it getting dark earlier because then I can finally eat when the sun goes down. Uh, anyway, this weekend we fall back, which is a, a trade-off. So we get the extra hour of sleep at sunset on Monday. 4.53 p.m. Monday is the sunset. Wow. So That's how, wild. Early. So how do we adjust our sleep schedule to better adapt? This is for kids too, Patty. You have two kids. I'm Starting listening. tonight. Move your bedtime back 20 minutes and then 20 and 20. So you got Friday night 20, Saturday night 20, and then maybe you should have started last night. Yeah, and I'm like the weekend, it's hard because the weekend's when you stay up later, no? Sounds like a lot of work to me. But they say it's, (laughs) doctors everywhere say it's good for the body. Today's quote, (laughs) being deeply loved by someone gives you strength, while loving someone deeply gives you courage. 
On air with Ryan Seacrest. I just want to say, Tanya, you have been doing a fantastic job filling in for Sissini with our top of the hour briefs. And thank you for stepping in. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. It's been fun. Well, it's not over yet. Here we go. One more. Okay. (laughs) Tanya with the headlines. Okay. The White House set a January 4th deadline for large companies to comply with a federal mandate requiring workers to be fully vaccinated or tested weekly. The mandate is for businesses with more than 100 employees, and those not in compliance could face thousands in fines. Workers who choose the weekly testing option may have to pay for the tests and will also be required to wear a mask on the job. If you have weekend plans, expect a lot of traffic in L.A. this weekend. There are several scheduled road closures, including a big stretch of the 101 and the streets that will be taken over by the L.A. Marathon on Sunday. The biggest closure involves both sides of the 101 from the 5 and Boyle Heights to downtown L.A. The freeway will be fully closed as the 6th Street Viaduct Replacement Project continues. And this weekend is the end of daylight savings time and the start of shorter days and longer nights. With that comes an increase in nighttime snacking. According to a recent poll, 91% of Americans say that they snack between dinner and bedtime, and 79% say they do it more when it goes darker earlier. On air with Ryan Seacrest. So, Patty, Tanya, Monday, Sissini's back. How do we even, I mean, hey, Mark, I hate to keep bringing you on the air, but I just want to think this through before Monday. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. our producer, Mark. He's now on a great quality microphone. Thank you. Good to be back. So many months of being on the phone and, well, years, I guess, with the COVID pandemic. But now, there you are in studio sounding sounding good. Thank now, you. Mark, you see, that's the golden tones. Now, Mark, uh, thinking this through, we probably should think of things. I don't know if Sisney lists every like listen to the show every day. We should probably think of things, just highlights that she we should bring up to speed. Good. On. Yes, good idea. We'll do that. We weren't going to do that months. before, right? So that was a good idea. That's right. a great idea. Thanks. All right. Mark's being very humble. He's already had the ball rolling on that. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, thanks for on the air causing me a bum. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a good idea. There's a lot of stuff that we've covered. I can't remember it all because it's so full speed. Yeah. But we got to bring her in, bring her up to speed. Now, high school football playoffs. Tonight, they begin across Southern California. I played strong safety, and I played center and strong safety. I started out snapping the ball, and then they moved me once I lost my, you know, my chunkiness. I didn't uh, realize strong safety strong was safety. an actual spot on the game. Yeah, well, I've been telling you that for years. I know, but I thought that they like—I didn't know that you were actually like really good, and so I thought that that was like I—they used to make up kind of places on the field for me to play softball. Like I don't think I actually really ever was like an actual spot because I was really bad. Okay, they we, made up like a thing. Are you marginalizing my football career? <laughs> Don't compare your your pickup neighborhood softball games to my Georgia State semifinal high school championship play. <laughs> I just didn't realize it was an actual position until somebody else said it when I was watching a football game once. Well, I, I'm glad someone else validated what I've been trying to tell you. <laughs> my mother would have told you I had a number and everything. All right, look. Okay. Number 11, Orange Lutheran Lancers host the number 19, Simi Valley Pioneers. Tonight, ranked 25, Corona Del Mar Sea Kings taking on the undefeated number 13, Warren High Bears in Downey. And the number 14, St. Bonaventure Serpents battle the team everybody's talking about this week, the number 15, Inglewood Sentinels at Ventura College. It's a big game. Now, there is a little controversy 
Have you heard about the controversy? Is that how you say it? No. Oh. Uh, if you don't know why everyone is talking about Inglewood High right now, it's because if you go back to last Friday, you might have seen this in the news. Inglewood High beat Inglewood Morningside High 106 to 0. Wow. 106 yes. to 0. That is a huge football score. Inglewood was up 59 to 0 after the first quarter and did not pull the starters. Now, many organizations or teams would pull out the starting players with that much of a run and a goose egg with the other team to let some of the kids who didn't have as much play get into the game and get some experience or just get some field time, right? They get all suited up. They want to get out there in the field. Their parents are there. Their pom-poms. You want to get out on the field to show that you are on the team and you get game play. Well, Inglewood ended up getting 106 points. They did not pull their starters. They were up 104 to zero. And instead of kicking the extra point for one more, they went for two points. So they were really sending a middle finger. Really sending a middle finger. Some are saying. So the Inglewood Unified School District condemned the score. And both the Inglewood principal and head coach have apologized to Morningside High. It's a little excessive running it up that much and going for two at the end as an exclamation point. Yeah, but the whole point of playing a game is for you to practice and do your best that you True, can. but I do, because I didn't always start, I do advocate the second string getting some screen time, if you know what I mean. I agree. At yeah. some point. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it really, it, it gives you as an individual, as a as a kid, a lot of confidence when you get called on by coach, hey, get in there, show me what you got. Right. These so are the moments and the opportunities where the the second team steps up, right? Like these Yeah, are and you get, right. you get experience. And by the way, maybe you are a game player, not a practice player. I was never either. But maybe you're one of them, too. And so, so anyway, which one were you? I was more of a practice player. I was nervous in the games. But this is yeah. not about that. So Adele is breaking records globally. And Tanya, you have heard the whole album? I have heard one song on the album. Okay. <laughs> because when you said already emotionally connected with her new music on the way, I'm thinking, did they get you the only copy in the world ahead of no, time to so listen to? No, so she released the track list. Mm. Yeah. This is the connection based on the track list. Got it. Okay, so you already, Patty, here we go. Tanya already feels an emotional connection to the Adele track list. Tanya, trending report. Yes. So we've all been waiting for it. 30 comes out in two weeks. But 30 is the age when Adele filed for divorce. So people are speculating the album is most likely going to be telling her side of the story, either kind of what led to the divorce or life after the divorce. So I feel like it's going to be a wide range of sadness and hope and all the things. But there are some songs that I want us to discuss. So the first one that I feel emotionally connected to is I Drink Wine. Yeah. I Drink Wine. I Drink Wine. I Drink Wine is the title of the song. And I feel like, I mean, for me during the pandemic is when I really kicked up my wine drinking. I feel like I started drinking a lot during the pandemic. So I feel like that song is going to really. Everybody kicked up drinking in the pandemic. I mean, even the booze sales shows that. Yeah. Uh, There's a song called Woman Like Me. And I feel like that is going to be a major modern woman anthem. I think it's going to be like just get you in your bones. I think it's going to be like you're never going to find another woman like me. And, you know, when Adele sings it, it's just going to really just resonate in a different way. So I feel like that's going to be the anthem on the album. And then here are a couple of of the other titles. Strangers by Nature, Cry Your Heart Out, and Love is a Game. Okay, so just frame this up for me. I can't wait to hear the songs myself. I really love 
as the world does Adele. But is she in a good, she's in a good relationship, a happy relationship now, right? She's in a good place. Yes, she's dating Rich Paul, who is a sports agent, and it seems like they're happy. We see photos of them. Oh, we and see they them look... out, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't I see them in a basketball game? You sure did. She was in a Louis Vuitton yeah. fit head to toe. Yeah. I thought, it's like, when you bring these things up, I'm like, wait, I just saw a picture of them somewhere in the universe. Yeah, so she's happy. So there's definitely rainbow after the storm, but I think we're going to get storm and rainbow in this I, album. I drink wine. What kind of wine do you drink? I drink all kinds, but my favorite is Sauv Blanc. Sauvignon Blanc. Yeah. I'm reading wine books. Oh, yeah? I'm studying. What's your favorite? I'm studying how to make it. <laughs> I just want to understand the process better. It's a real science and art. It's a, it's an intersection mm-hmm. of both. Isn't it really hard, though? Don't you need a lot of, like, tools and barrels? Mm, and Yeah, things? and you need vines and land. But I'm just learning because so I can appreciate the art of it because it, there's a lot of work that goes into every single little bottle that mm-hmm. we consume during the pandemic. And if you yeah, think it's like, about it. You know when it, you go wine tasting and they explain all that yeah, stuff to yeah, you? Yeah, that's what I want to know. I want to know it all. I want to understand it all. All of it goes over my head. I'm just right, like, it, uh-huh. I, as soon as I finish these books, I'll give them to you. Okay. Thank Especially you. If, if one of your songs is I Drink Wine. You, you only want to understand that, like the, the heart, the love that came mm-hmm. from every, all that, that vine that ended up in your bottle. I tell you, I'm all <laughs> into it and I'm still confused on how it really happens. Right? <laughs> Yeah. Let me bring it. This is, if you are on TikTok, Jonathan Graziano's got, no, rolling up on 5 million followers on TikTok. He's created a whole new sensation on how to navigate your day, whether it be a Bones Day or a No Bones Day. And, you know, people are talking to me like they've been talking about Bones Days and No Bones Days for years. For years. Yeah, it's No Bones Day. Hey, bro, how are you? Hey, it's a Bones Day. I'm like, what are you, what? And then I saw it. And now I can't, I can't unsee it, right? Jonathan is with us now. Jonathan, first of all, congratulations on your uh, world domination on TikTok. Thank you so much. We, we, it was not on the bingo card for this year, let me tell you. No, I, this is what I'm so fascinated with. So Jonathan basically uh, spent some time with his dog Noodle each day. If Noodle stays seated, it's a bones day. If Noodle uh, lays right back down, it's a no bones day. So that means bones, go get it. Get after it. No bones, flake on anybody. So um, <laughs> how in the world, I mean, I understand it now, but how in the world did you get to that? So it was a combination of a daily practice and then just the internet doing the thing the internet does. So I've done this little, this little game with him ever since I adopted him. He was, I got him when he was seven and a half. And we just, you know, we just learned very early on that if he wasn't ready to wake up and go on a walk in the morning, he was truly just going to fall back asleep, regardless of what position he was in. And it was just so silly. And he's always done this. So we just, I just decided to start sharing it on TikTok one day. It just struck me that like, you're a silly, absurd old man. I think, you know, old pug people would love this. And I just shared this video and it started to get some traction. And then on the very first Bones Day, because uh, let me tell you, there's a little, I, I agree with it. There's a little more no bones than bones days for sure. Yeah. Um, but he, he, uh, he had a, his very first bones day and a bunch of people started commenting just like, okay, if noodles going to get up, I'm going to get up. If noodles going to get up, I'm going to go ahead and make my day happen too. And then people started commenting about, he was, 
you know, his he was more accurate than their, you know, their tarot reading or their horoscope for the day. And the Internet just ran with it. And it's been <laughs> it's been hysterical. It's been amazing. And but do you, do not, you think you really have anything to do with the fortune telling part of it? Do you think all. your followers really change the pace of their day based on noodles? Yes, 100 percent. I get I get remarkable of videos, people who, you know, they'll say it was a Bones Day. You know, my mom is, she's 80 years old. She's pretty sick, but she saw it was a Bones Day. And look, this is me taking her out on a walk. Wow. Or, you know, really, like, really wonderful, impactful things that I know. <laughs> I know I always encourage people to buy, to wear sweatpants and soft clothes on no Bones Days. And I would not be surprised if we saw an increase in sales in those. But they do. They really, really do. And it's a it's a privilege and it's it's a wonderful opportunity. And I'm just so happy to be able to help inspire people to either, and me, like I'm the one doing this, it's Noodle, to help but, inspire Well, if Noodle only knew what Noodle was time. capable of. Well, oh and what do you do, Jonathan, only. outside of telling us what to do every day? <laughs> I cater to this dog's every will. That's what I do. Um, by day, I'm a social media manager, which I would like to think I might have some secret sauce for how this happened, but I truly sure. don't know. No, um, I'm a social media manager and I do, I live in New York city and I honestly, that's what I do. I kind of just cater to this dog. You know, he's 13. He's got a lot of demands and I do, <laughs> you know, I just kind of putts around like everyone else. I will say it does make us feel in a time where, you know, not everything is pretty in the world. It does really yeah. make you feel good. So check out Jonathan Graziano's TikTok at J-O-N Graz, G-R-A-Z on TikTok. You got to see it. Hey, bro, thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate chatting with you. Thank you so much. This was so cool. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful Bones Day. Okay. <laughs> Bye-bye. So I want to be on the front of this. Okay. So if I were to text my buddy, hey man, it's a, it's a Friday, full bones day, that'd be like saying no. beast mode? Not full bones, just bones day. Or so if I just, hey, what's up? Bones day. Yeah. My buddy's going to be yeah. like, you're beast moding right now? Like you're yeah, getting after exactly. it? Do you yeah. think they would know? And it's hard to say, but I would like, I would think yes. So then Sunday, I'd be like, sup, no bones day. Exactly. You're like chilling in your sweats. All right. Who are you going to text? I'm going to try it right now. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see if the receivers understand it. And of course, the bone emoji comes up when you type bone. You I've never typed, have you ever, I've never typed bone into no. my phone. So it's like. <laughs> A bone okay, so emoji. You can't be. text Texting us. us. <laughs> yeah, bone stay. Do you get it? Yes, get we it. get it. Text somebody yeah. else. No, text but does sister. it read cool? I'm just asking your opinion. Like, if you got that, it was be like, all right, what's up? Yeah, he, he, I'd be like, he knows what's cool. up for sure. And then I would, I would reply this way. You sent two bones. Two bones. I will reply with two bones. Oh, meaning like you boned me up. Like, you boned me. No, like let me explain. You I am me. I'm there with you. <laughs> so like, I, I'm matching you. We were talking about a Bones Day and a no Bones Day because of this phenomenon on TikTok. And Patty and I sent Bones Day to Patty and Tanya, and then she <laughs> one up my bone, right? You double boned me. Mm-hmm. All right. And then Wait. Tanya, you sent strong arm, strong arm, strong arm. Yeah. <laughs> well, that get was it. not a bone. No. I'm telling you, like, I'm encouraging you, like, yeah, oh, get it, right. bro. Wait, I want you to send it to your sister and see what she says. If I send her 
Bones Just Day? say Bones Day, yeah. Why do you want to send it to my sister? Because uh, I don't really like know many of your friends' names. Wow. Maybe you well, should show a little interest. Send it to Kendall Jenner. I feel like she'll get it. Okay, well, <laughs> let's not bother Kendall with this nonsense. <laughs> <sighs> Did you take your sister? No, I replied to you guys. Oh. <laughs> An alien emoji. Is that what that is? I never knew what that was. Thank you for telling me. <laughs> On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. All right, our hometown hustler is on the way, and Silk Sonic, both Anderson Pack and Bruno Mars, is going to be with us. Actually, that's tough. Stand by. I don't want to give you anything to do, but Silk Sonic will be in the Zoom green room momentarily. Anderson Pack, Bruno Mars. Got it. All right. I'll just wave when they're there, okay? All right. So he's occupied. Now, let's get to our hometown hustler, Gabby Monroy. So, Gabby's dad, Oscar made the choice to take over and buy a bakery from a friend. This was years ago when he, her dad, first arrived in the U.S. It was the only place he could find a job at a bakery, and that is how he learned to bake. And now it's a family business, and Gabby is now a baker herself. Let's say hello to Gabby Monroy from Pandaria Cuscatleca on Pico and Union in downtown L.A. Gabby, good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. So I got to get this story. Um, this is in downtown L.A., and it is now basically the family bakery, and you're baking there? You're making sure that bakery runs? Definitely. I'm baking, making pastries, and managing it pretty much. Um, can you just give me a little insight into how it all came to what it is today? Um, about 18 years ago, my dad got this opportunity to purchase a bakery from a friend of his. Um, we kept it with the same name because we're Salvadorian, and the word Cuscatleca represents, there's a district in El Salvador called Cuscatlan. So we kind of kept it the same name. Um, I, I wanted to make it grow, make it a little different, so we started bringing in vegan, I started veganizing a few pan dulces. Mm. So at the beginning, my dad didn't think it would work, but little by little, he realized, oh my God, it's it's moving, it's selling. So at this point, we, we catered to, we have vegan pan dulce. We have a good variety of pan dulce, like Mexican, Salvadorian, Guatemalan. Um, and then during the pandemic, it kind of hit. We had two locations. One of our locations in Echo Park closed down. And at this point, I was like, okay, I need to think outside the box. I need to. And I'm big on like food trucks. I'm always looking for something new. And I've never seen a bakery on wheels. So I figured oh. let's let's try it. Right. So we um, got a mobile bakery. Every, I bake from house, so here at the bakery, and then I take it out to the streets. I, oh. I do pop up events. I do I cater weddings, birthday parties. I, Gabby, I think it's so cool that I mean we've all been in situations where we go to our parents and we say, "Hey, no, actually, we have a better idea mm-hmm. for what will work and what the, mm-hmm. the the kids, if you will, like what we really want." And I think that having a treat and having it be, uh, you know, less toxic for your body, right? With so much sugar and sweets and the the frying right. and all of it. Like, if you can take that down a couple of notches, mm-hmm. all the better. And you can enjoy yeah. something great and feel good about yourself. And that's why those vegan choices are, they're brilliant. Bakery on wheels and vegan choices. Hey, Dad, yeah. what's up? Like, come on, Oscar, <laughs> I love you, but I got this. <laughs> You know? Yeah, yeah. And he doesn't, until he sees it, oh my God, she was right. 
as well as a mobile. He's like, it's not going to hit. Who's and I'm like, and now in days people are like, they've never seen a bakery on wheels. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes I do bake something that's vegan and I have him try it. What is this? And I may just try it. Try it. Oh, it's good. It's good. Oh, by the way, it's vegan. What? (laughs) (laughs) Now he's full vegan. Full vegan. Uh, (laughs) Not full vegan, but he'll try a couple things here. Well, that's good. Hey, baby steps with that. Pandaria. Cuscat Leca in Sweet L. It's on your Instagram at at Sweet LA underscore mobile. Correct. And then the other one is Panaderia Cuscat Leca. Right on. Well, thank you very much for coming on, Gabby. You take care. You too. Thank you. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Look who is here. Let's go. Let's do it. How are you guys? You're good. (laughs) What's up, gentlemen? Good to be in the USA, huh? Thank you. Looking good. Thanks for coming back. Thank you. Thank you for having us again. Pleasure. I've been working on this. I've been working on this. And maybe it's happened. And forgive me if I'm uh, sounding naive here. But this whole project, every time I hear something from your project, I have imagery in my head. Like it, it the the sounds and the music, I literally see fabric materials. I see I, I see image I see gold. Hey. I see okay. I see thick hey. cur- thick curtains. Not I don't see no. thin. Nice. I see nice. thick curtains. Put I see some th- weight on it. That's yeah, right. Some weight. That's like right. you gotta really have some core strength to move them open. Mm. Mm. You know what I'm Absolutely. saying? Absolutely. And slow motion. And and I like and drag right. it like that. Uh-huh. Yeah, go you ahead. gotta try. Yeah. So anyway, paint. I think paint. I think paint. go ahead, Ryan. He's, he's painting. Let him paint. He's painting. Let him paint. I, my canvas is almost full with creativity. <laughs> I, I th- is there not a movie or a series or something with imagery? I know music video, but is there not something in a different format that can be inspired by this sound, this universe? Wow. I mean, thank you, Ryan. I think that's a humongous compliment because that's what we try to do in the studio. Yeah. You know, give people an album that they can see and feel and beyond. We wanted our our fantasy was to put together a set list mm-hmm. because right. we were in a pandemic and trying to come up with something to come up with a way to perform. I mean, since we couldn't perform, we're like, all right, well, we got to make the album that sounds like we're performing so people can see us when they put uh, when they play the album. But like, leave the door open. In my head, I think I become cooler just listening to it. You know, there we go. It's that yeah. it's that kind of in my <laughs> yeah. own head. You right? look a lot cooler. You than do. The last time we saw, <laughs> time we saw yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. It's all. It's an evolution. Yeah. Uh, so tell me, how has uh, how have things progressed and evolved since we last spoke with Silk Sonic? I'm rich. <laughs> <laughs> it, it worked, I guess. It's called back end. <laughs> look at that back end. I that that's profit sharing on your wrist, oh! right, isn't it? Look at that. All right. NFTs, Jack. <laughs> but you don't do right. it for that. He gets you excited. He <laughs> gets excited. You know? but, They're not even real diamonds. Like, <laughs> he's he's just he just does this. It's, it's, it's theater. This is this is audio. It's theater of the mind. But it's true. It's true. This was a new project to us last time we spoke that has really hit the world in a nice way. Wouldn't you say, Bruno? I'm hoping so. I'm hoping so. We worked our off on this, that's right. On this whole entire that's album, right. every single song, it's got to work. It needs to work, Ryan. It's we working. have a lot invested in this. I know. Well, yeah. you are you're working as a duo. You also, hey, I hate to break it to you, but you're doing just fine. Otherwise, too, you know, both what? of you. So you're doing just fine. <laughs> uh, with with smoking out the window, is there imagery that goes along with that track yet? Yeah, 
Yeah. Okay. Well, set the, I've not seen that. So tell me what, what you pictured when you performed uh, that. It's hard. I think it's hard for me and Andy to do music videos because we just want to perform. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we don't want to get too cute, come up with a narrative and come up with a whole storyline. What's that look like on yeah. stage then? What's that look like on stage? Ooh, fly suits. You talked about textures, man. Yeah, you, you know want to know mean? curtains? Watch Ooh. the video. Exactly. <laughs> the suits we're wearing are, are curtains. Curtains, yeah. <laughs> okay? Okay? Yeah, uh, real nice, man. So when you say an evening with Silk Sonic, I get the picture. You're on stage. It's 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 laid back in a way. Yeah, I mean mm -hmm. breaking down a couple of the walls. I mean we want to make it tough for anybody to come perform after us. We're trying to put the set list of Doom together, and we're natural entertainers ourselves. I don't think there's anyone better than this dude on the stage, and um, besides myself. But and who's more <laughs> humble? And who's more humble, Bruno? Huh? Who's more humble? I know. Okay. <laughs> Your humility. I mean, come on. Um, it, it, it's exciting. And how often is there a is there a text chain of ideas? How, how do you guys communicate when you're living your separate lives? What he says goes. He's Jordan. I'm Robin. Sometimes he has to go to Miami to get me. I'm like, wait. All right, let's do this. You know, tell the coach, let him go. Yeah, yeah. Let him go to Vegas. He needs to get out. Let him get on the motorcycle and ride. Get out of the system. Yeah. Tell the record label, let him go. Yeah. You gotta let him fly. It always works out, man. And and is there is there talk of what this can be in the future? You just taking it sort of. Moment I don't by know. You started talking it. about episodes and TV shows, Andy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could be. It could be spinoffs. You know, um, I see I like just... silver screen. I see things too. Get bigger. Get, I see get things get getting bigger. way big for us. You know, he, he, um, he's, he's over on. He's on IMAX right now. He's on yeah, IMAX. Yeah, yeah. I see things getting real big for us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you this know. Like, that, this is what I call. Hey, this could be your big break, guys. This could be yeah, your exactly. big break. Exactly. This right? is promo. Enjoy. This you know what they say. You know what they say. Make sure you enjoy every moment of it because you That's never right. know. These are moments. Um, hey, gentlemen, it's so great to see you. How, how's life, though? Everything's getting back on track. Everybody's feeling good. Everybody's healthy in your worlds. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, oh, yeah. we're just excited. We're excited. Yeah. We worked really hard, and we're, we're back. Yeah. The Jax is back. Yeah. Really well, appreciative. Gentlemen. Bruno Mars, Anderson Pack, grateful, having fun, enjoying it. I think that's uh, it is obviously the talent is on the record. Can't wait to hear more. Thank you for coming Get on. Great best, to see Ryan. you both. Thank you. All right, Thank gentlemen. you, Ryan. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Dr. Lena Wen is with us once again. First of all, thank you for making time for us. Thank you for coming back. I want to jump right into this. Our book is called Lifelines A Doctor's Journey in the Fight for Public Health. It is out now. You should check it out. Uh, all right, news, vaccines, and kids. What do you say to parents who are questioning whether or not to get the vaccine for their kids? I would say that I completely understand. I'm a parent myself of two little kids. They are unfortunately too young to get the vaccine right now. They're one in four. But all of us as parents, we want to do what's best for our children. And we are even more careful with our children than we are with ourselves. And so I think it's completely reasonable to have questions and to make sure to have all your questions answered. 
what I would say is in thinking about risks and benefits, it's really important to consider the risks of COVID in children, which unfortunately there has been this false and pervasive narrative that somehow kids are immune to COVID, which is just not true. According to the CDC, there have been over 8,300 children in this five to 11 year old age group who have been hospitalized. About a third of these kids were previously healthy with no medical conditions and so no way to predict who can become seriously ill. Unfortunately, COVID has become one of the top 10 leading causes of death among children in this age group. And so I, as a parent, if there's something that I can do to prevent something awful from happening to my children, I would absolutely do that. And now there's so much evidence about the vaccines being safe and effective in this age group. Okay, now just to jump a couple topics. One, the boosters. Can you can you mix the boosters, Pfizer and Moderna? Is that okay? You can, although I would say that Pfizer and Moderna are generally interchangeable. There's no good reason to switch between one or the other. However, for people who got the one dose Johnson & Johnson vaccine, it would. there is a real reason, especially for women between the ages of 18 to 49, instead of getting a second Johnson & Johnson shot, they should be getting a Pfizer and Moderna shot. And the uh -huh. reason is that the J&J &J vaccine has been associated in this younger women age group with a very rare but severe blood clotting disorder. And so I'm in this age category. I got the one dose J&J &J vaccine. I ended up getting a second dose of a vaccine that's a Pfizer vaccine. I would have been very happy to get Moderna as well, but I don't think there's a reason if you got Pfizer and Moderna to switch to to um, to something else. But with J and J, there is a very good reason if you are a woman in this age demographic. And, and speaking of women, uh, it, there are no issues. There's no science behind any issue for a pregnant woman, right? We are clear with that. Absolutely. And in fact, it's quite the opposite that we know that pregnant women are more likely to become severely ill if they have coronavirus. They're more likely to end up in the ICU, end up on a ventilator. Um, they also have a higher rate of preterm birth and low birth weight babies. On the other hand, the vaccine in pregnant women has been found to be safe over hundreds of thousands of women. It's been found to be safe in all three trimesters. Dr. Lena Wynn, thank you very much. You can check out her book, Lifelines, A Doctor's Journey in the Fight for Public Health. And she is off to save more people's lives. We'll let you go. Thank you very much for coming. Appreciate it. Thank you. Great to speak with you, Ryan. All right. Nice to speak with you, too. You know, it's interesting because I have heard friends say or people, maybe I'm reading this on social, say, oh, I got the Pfizer, but my booster, I want to get Moderna, right? Like the Pfizer wasn't as strong as the Moderna. Right. And that's why I was asking the question, is it okay? What if you ended up getting the Pfizer and then getting the Moderna booster or vice versa? Apparently it's okay, right? They, they work. They cross work. On Air. On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Are you ready for one of the most recognizable voices in the land? Jay Leno ready. is joining us now. Jay, how are you, my friend? Ryan, how you been, my buddy? It's been a long time. It's been so long. It, when I knew you were coming on, and thank you for doing it, I started thinking back, and you probably don't remember, because I now I know when you're doing a daily show that it's very difficult to remember what happened 10 minutes ago. But, <laughs> you know, but uh, I, I came on yours as a guest correspondent. The year was 2003, and you were so nice to me, and I was a baby host just starting out on American Idol. I was terrified to walk out into the center. It wasn't a guest. It was like center that center stage act, and uh, I just have the fondest memories of starting there, really starting my TV career there with you, so just want to say hi and thank you. 
Well, of course, my friend. That's great. And congratulations. You've reached new heights. It's pretty amazing. You know, Dave Chappelle, we started him out the same way, too. He was a correspondent on the wow. show. A lot of comics did, because that's what we used to do, you know. Uh, a lot of times you have stand-ups do their act, and if they're funny and have personality, or people like, Let, let's put them in a role, you know, yeah. as, as hosting a segment. And it worked out great. It was always a lot of fun. Yeah, well, listen, we are, all, everybody who was on that stage as a guest over the years or in any role I know is so grateful. What, you know, I, because we do daily shows and live shows and it's uh, one day is done, you're on to the next. What, I don't want to say what do you miss, but what do you enjoy now that you don't have to do the same schedule every, the same routine every day? Well, doing the Tonight Show, you know, I actually prefer doing it every day rather than once a week because once Got a it. week, you're never going to be happy with what you have. When you do it every day, like you're writing jokes in the monologue, I mean, you literally write up to, okay, pencils down, guys. We've gone on in five minutes. Uh-oh. <laughs> right. i got to go with what we got. You know? When you, right. when you do it once a week, you go, it's Thursday night. It's 11 o'clock. I better work on this a little bit more because it's not. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I actually, I actually preferred that sort of, okay, go. Got to go with what you have. All right. And the great thing about doing it every day, it's like raising laboratory mice. You know, you, you get a good batch <laughs> or you get a bad batch. That's okay. You're going to have more mice tomorrow. You know? That's right. So, the sun will go down. The sun will rise again very soon. That's right. Exactly. Exactly. Well, what what drew you to uh, want to host this show? You bet your life with Jay Leno. What was it about? Well, I mean, this is sort of a, you're bringing this back in a new form. Well, one of my favorite things I'm doing the Tonight Show, one of the most popular things was was the jaywalking segments, where we just oh go out gosh, on the street yeah. and talk to people, you know. Yeah. And the fun part about it was, in the whole 22 years of doing that segment, we never had anybody, uh, you maybe look stupid, and you edited it so I look like an idiot. You just let people hang themselves, you know. I mean, you're just asking <laughs> them questions, and they answer. And yeah. it's, it's, it's not, it's not yeah. my fault. You know, uh, oh, we used to have, you know, my favorite thing was you see, see a guy with a T-shirt on that says, like, uh, 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 Led Zeppelin. And you'd say to the guy, can you name a band from England? Um, uh, anybody? <laughs> and it, it's right on their shirt, you know. Right. We, we, we all, we, people put clothes on and have no idea what they say. We right. just found that to be, we'd walk up and down Melrose and people would have things written on their shirt. Okay, and I, I would just say, okay, look up at this guy now. Tell me what's on your shirt. And they didn't know. They had no idea what they put on that morning. You know, I, I mean, so that that's what kind of made us fun. You know, I ran into a lady uh, on You Bet Your Life. She was a kid. She goes, Jay, you probably don't remember me from 20 years ago. I was 19. I said, what? what? She goes, you walked up to me. You said, who? Uh, I was telling you I graduated college early and all this stuff. And she says, uh, you asked me who's on Mount Rushmore. And I didn't know. Oh, my God. Uh, I said, oh, okay, okay. Well, here it is, 20, can you tell me? She goes, yes, uh, Washington, uh, Jefferson, Lincoln, and Roosevelt. And then I said to her, which Roosevelt? She goes, there's more than one? <laughs> I said, okay. You know, I said, yeah, okay. You, you realize you've got to come back in another 20 years. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's just people's ideas. Oh, and we had uh, a guy comes on. An older guy, heavy set with a big beard, and I said to him, "You look like Santa Claus." He goes, "Well, I am Santa Claus. I play Santa Claus every year." Da, 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 da. I go, "Okay, that's what's when the kids. All oh, the kids love it." Da, 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 da. And I just perchance said, "What do you do when you're not Santa Claus?" He says, "Well, I'm a male stripper." 
I, you're male stripper when you're not Santa Claus. Yeah, yeah, people seem to enjoy it. I said, okay, have you ever had a woman bring her children, and then while the kid is sitting on your lap, she realizes, oh, you're the naked guy that was at the club? Yeah, she goes, well, yeah, that has happened. I go, oh, okay, I, I, you know, I just, you know, and you realize everybody has at least one funny thing. I mean, if you're a professional comedian, you got a bunch, you know, but most people have some odd or weird thing, and we try to find them and put them on the show. And it is, I think it, you, it's never mean. I think that's the point. It always comes off as fun, loving, and playful, and that's, I mean, that's well, the, the magic you know, the that you have. Trick to the, the real trick to the show is there is no politics. We do a yeah. comedy segment. We do a thing called a Rodney Run where we bang out jokes, but there's no politics. And the odd thing is you meet people who you'd think politically you would have nothing in common with. But when you don't discuss politics, you find out, oh, they're actually very nice. And yeah. they really want the same things you want, you know? Yeah. Well, you bet your life with Jay Leno airs weeknights on Fox 11 in L.A. Check your local listings in your area. I'm curious to know, you have been the host for so many people in the interview spot. What Now that you're talking about other shows, what's it like for you to be the guest? Oh, I like being, you know something, I was always a stand-up comedian who was lucky enough to get a TV show, and yeah. I knew the TV show would end eventually, because most TV shows do, Right. and that's why I always worked as a comedian, you know, I, I always, every weekend I was out, because I know this sure. is going to end. I have so many friends that are on a show for three years, and then it ends, and wait, where are my friends? Hello, wait, what do you mean my table's been given to somebody else? What, what? You know, you know it's, well, it's, just, it's just over. You know, people, I, I remember when I first had heard, oh, no, Jay over the weekend goes to Manhattan Beach, or Jay goes and does this. I'm like, well, the guy works all week and goes and does that. It was, it was pe something people talked about. Well, that was, that was you know, that's what I always, I still do that now. I work at a little club here in Burbank called Flappers, which is a nice place to break jokes in. And and it's fun, you know. I mean, I like I like being a comedian. That's what I did. And, and so consequently, that's what I still do. I mean, I... You know, the Tonight Show ended like eight years ago. It's like, man, it's, it's it's a whole generation, you know. Well, I appreciate you, everything that you've done for all of us, Jay. Thanks for coming on to talk about well, thank this. Thank you, my friend. I'll talk to you soon. Hope to see you soon, Jay. All right, take bye -bye. care, buddy. Bye-bye. Jay Leno. I can't believe I'm sitting here asking Jay Leno questions. The guy that was the franchise of The Tonight Show there. All right. It's, right? I mean, his voice just... You have so many memories growing up. Recognize that everywhere. Every well, he also wears denim on denim. Yeah. Right. Like you recognize he wears denim on denim. You can see him a mile away. You can see him a mile away in whatever car he's driving. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Huh. Okay. I'm thinking about the watch list, and let me just start with what I have been obsessed with, and my only gripe. Is that I have to wait every Sunday to get it. Succession. Every It's not one of those where you say, hey, it's dropped or whatever, and you can binge it. You can't. It's Succession no, is on wait. HBO, and you've got to wait. And I'm trying to figure out. I know there's a, an obvious reason why, but I'm trying to figure out why that's good for us that we have to wait. I'm so used to sitting and watching it all that I, I go through these these moments where I'm like, wait, what do you mean I can't do it? And they leave you. Denial. It's so good. Brian Cox in succession, the whole cast in succession actually is so good. Um, I, 
it, it, I guess it builds buzz, right? Because you talk, 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 and then you've got to get your fill. Talk, 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 get your fill. Tony, what's on your watch list? Okay, well, you stole mine because Succession, it was mine. So my boyfriend is obsessed with it, and he's starting season three now with everybody else watching it weekly. But I haven't seen a single episode, so I just started season one, and I'm trying to catch up so that we can continue watching season three together. Uh, That kind of sucks when you've got to catch up. I always think I'm going to, and I really never do. Right? I know. And it's a bummer when you're – partner soon to be fiance's into one show and you're sort of like not in you haven't even started it and you don't want to wait for you for example tiny to catch up it's a long I run he i told him not to wait i said to watch whenever he can and whenever he's able to but i agree i think it's it's a it's a girthy well the good news is he can but... only see once a week so the episode right. once a week all right patty what's on your watch list we're watching the book of life it's an animated film on disney plus um Every year we look forward to watching it this week. Um, and it's about Dia de los Muertos. And it's really, really cute and a beautiful movie. Is it animated or is it live action? It is animated. Diego Luna, Zoe Saldana, Channing Tatum. Diego Luna. Voices. That's our guy, yeah. Diego. Mm-hmm. Diego. I love it. Tubbs, what's on your watch list? Oh, this is going to be good. <laughs> uh, I don't really have a watch list, but there is a, a USC fight that I'm going to be watching. Not Pay, much of a list. That's Pay-per-view? a watch list. Yeah. That's you know, I was at break. the, I was working out the other day and one of the guys is boxer and he was telling me talking about who's, there's a big ticket. Yeah. Uh, Kamara Usman and Colby Covington. Yeah. So you should seem trying me to like have a talk back to that. Oh, I'm he's sorry. like, Hey, you know, I'm a boxing by the way, again. So the right. guy is a, bo- he's a fighter. They might boxing trainer. And he's telling me about the big fight this weekend, and he said, who? Colby Covington and Kamaru Usman. Yeah, and I was like... Hmm. <laughs> Wait, when you say... is it, uh, Tubbs, are you watching wrestling or boxing? UFC. It's UFC, so it's mixed martial arts, which is uh, kind of everything. Yeah. Uh, doesn't Robbie watch UFC? No, he doesn't. But um, they're, I'm watching Love Island UK right now, season five, and there's Different. Tommy Fiore. Tommy Fiore, ring a bell? Um, I'm not sure. Tommy. Is he a fighter? Um, yeah, I think he's a wrestler. I don't. But this name. isn't wrestling. This is UFC. Yeah, I don't. That's hard. like saying softball and football are the same thing. Right. It's, it's fine. No, it's okay. Yeah, it's fine. Just put your mask on. <laughs> don't worry about it. I mean, the, the guy, like ruined his morning. But I have to tell you, Love Island UK is honestly just the greatest television ever. It's so. Well, then why didn't you pick that for the watch list? You just said succession. Because I pick it. I've already picked it. I picked it all the time. It's a rerun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Check this out. Coming up on Monday, guys. We're going to roll out. Gabby Diaz is next. But on Monday, it's an all-new Ryan's Roses. She didn't think twice about her husband's Halloween costume until she saw someone else's Instagram post. 740 Monday. And Sissini's back, all right? Until then, take good care. You're on 102.7. Kiss FM. Thanks for listening to On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll talk to you again Monday.